This is episode 148 of the Focused Mindset Podcast. And today I'm going to share with you a story about one of the families that I've worked with where just simply saying thank you made a huge difference in the trajectory of their life. I'm also going to give you some ideas of how you can help gratitude be a habit in your family's life. So let's get started. Welcome to Parenting with the Focused Mindset. I'm your host, Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. I know that raising kids is quite the journey and doesn't always turn out as we planned. Here, we talk about the solution-focused approach. We learn how to celebrate when things are going well and how to deal with the many challenges that families face. Don't forget to hit subscribe, download, follow, so you don't miss any of the family-oriented, solution-focused content that I put out for you right here each and every week. Listening to this podcast will help you be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Hello, welcome to this episode. Thank you for being here with me today. I appreciate you. And let me ask, what is going well for you today? Take a minute, reflect, and think about something amazing that's going on in your life. Then think about how grateful you are for that moment. How excited that you are for something that maybe you're looking forward to, or if you're reflecting on something that happened Take a minute to feel that gratitude. Let it fill you up and let it help you have the confidence and the strength that you need to be the best that you can be today. Now, is there some things that haven't gone so well in your life? We know that that's going to happen. We know it's part of life. If you take a minute to think about the things that are going well, it will put you in the right headspace to be able to be uh, an encouraging person and a positive person in spite of the yucky things around you. So let's take a minute to do that right now before we get into my story. Push away that stuff that's distracting you and that when your mind wanders to your responsibilities or did you remember to do this or that and just take this time for you to listen, to take it in and to basically fill yourself up. I want to talk to you about a story that I told at the Solutions Focus Mexico conference a few weeks back. I talked to them about a couple of people that I counseled, oh gosh, it's been a while ago now. And uh, I originally told this story back in episode 11. If you'd like to go back to listen to that, it's about showing grace And then I think I retold it in another one. I don't remember when, but uh, it's, it's an important one for us to visit when we're thinking about this subject of gratitude. You see, I was working with the sixth grader and he came into my office disgruntled and angry and getting in trouble frequently, making his class laugh. And I sat down with him and I was asking him some solution focused questions. And one of them that I asked was, how is your relationship with your mother? He said, my relationship with my mother is trash. 
We don't get along at all. She doesn't understand me. She doesn't, I don't even know if she likes me. All she does is boss me around. And in that moment, I knew that the relationship that he had with his mom, especially since it was just her and him in their house, far outweighed anything else that he might be struggling with. Because if he finds a way to heal that relationship with his mom, then most likely he'll have the internal strength, the fortitude, the ability to correct many other things in his life. So I honed in on that. And I asked him, well, if you did have a better relationship with your mom, what would that look like? And he said, well, I guess we would do some things together. Maybe we would talk more. He said, but that's never happening. She's always just telling me what to do and never letting me do the things that I want. And so we began to, uh, I began to try and help him look at things through his mother's eyes. And I said, well, if your mother was telling me this story, what do you think that she would tell me? And he said, well, she'd probably tell you that sometimes I get mad at her. Sometimes I, sometimes I roll my eyes. She doesn't like it. She calls me disrespectful. I don't know. And I said, well, are there some things that she does for you that uh, help you know that she's taking care of you, things like that? And he said, she's working all the time, but she does cook for me and she does take care of me. And through our discussion, I asked him a question. I said, this might not work, but maybe we just think of it as an experiment. I wonder if you started thanking your mom every single day, just saying thank you to her. I wonder what difference it would make. I said, I wonder if you made that one small change, if maybe your relationship might not be trash anymore with her. And he said, I don't know if it'll make any difference. I don't know. That would feel weird. And I said, well, I think that uh, based on what we've talked about, because he started sharing, you know, how important it was to him and how he wished it was different. I said, I know you want it to be different. So why not give it a shot? And he said, all right, I will. And off he went. Now, it wasn't more than, oh, gosh, a couple weeks later that I ran into his mom after he was getting himself into some trouble in the after school program. And his mom told me, I'm just fit to be tied. She said, I am a single mom. I don't know what to do with him. I want him to be able to succeed, but all he does is fail. And I'm worried I'm going to lose him. She told me about how she was a single mom and that she needed to be strict with him. And she felt that she needed to uh, constantly be both the mom and the father. And then she said, I don't know what you've been talking to him about, but he's been thanking me a lot lately. And I said, he needs you and he wants a relationship with you, but it can be challenging as your kids get older. And I encouraged her to look outside the box at how she might build their relationship. Now, after a few weeks, his teacher reached out to me and said, he's been late all the time on Mondays. And not only that, but when he comes in, he makes a big old deal about it and says that he slept in. Can you talk to him and see what in the world's going on? So I brought him into the office and I sat him down and I said, I know about what's going on on Mondays. And he said, how did you find out? I can't believe this. And I said, I know that you've been late. 
And he said, oh, that, oh, oh, I thought you were talking about something else. And then he said, well, I can tell you, Ms. Kretz, because, you know, you don't tell, you're not going to tell my class or my teacher anything. He said, I've been getting to school late because my mom has been taking me out to breakfast after we go to counseling. And we've been going to counseling together on Mondays for a couple weeks, and then she takes me out, and it's been kind of cool. And I said, wow, tell me more. And he said, you know, I learned that my mom dealt with the same type of feelings that I do right now. And you know how I told you sometimes I feel depressed? She felt that way too. He said, come to find out we have a lot in common and we're getting along a lot better. And I just, I was just smiling inside and smiling to him. And I said, that's great. And he said, and I'm, I, it's not so weird to say thank you to her anymore. And he kind of laughed about it. And we both laughed. Now, I'll tell you that I've always wondered how much just him choosing to say thank you was the thing that began to change his mom's heart and soften it and look at him in a different type of way. I know that, you know, there was also a lot of other elements of timing that came into place, but she had to make the decision to say, I'm going to prioritize getting some counseling and listening to uh, my opinion and then also following through. That was completely up to her. And she had to take her own time to say, we're going to go to breakfast and value their relationship. I bet you that when she heard her son just thank her, that she couldn't help but have her heart melt a little bit. And so often we forget to actually use the words and say thank you to people. Practice being thankful. A while back, I was looking on YouTube trying to find uh, a YouTube that I could just send out to the kids on how to say thank you for gifts. And I couldn't find a single one besides one that was really quite ridiculous. So I made one for myself and I put it out on my Kretz for Kids website. That's basically a YouTube just for, not website, YouTube just for the kiddos. And, uh, and it's just basically went through the steps of how to say thank you, how to receive a gift. For instance, looking at the person in their eyes and being gracious and saying thank you and giving them several different ways to say thank you and teaching them that they can say thank you and be gracious no matter what the gift is because they're saying thank you to that person who was thinking of them when they bought it. I talked about how important it is to teach your child to uh, refrain from saying, I already have this or pushing it aside and quickly getting to the next one. Take a pause and acknowledge the person that gave it to you. Smile. Show that you care that that person gave something to you. And the Christmas that I shared that last year, I had a couple of parents come back and say, you know, they watched that video and then they showed it to their younger brothers and sisters. And uh, I thought that was really sweet, but the truth is, is you can do that. You can do that with your kids. Rather than saying, don't forget to say thank you, like we so commonly do, you can make a lesson out of it. You could say, let's practice. Let's pretend like this is a gift. How do you say thank you for it? What are you going to do? Uh, let's see the eye contact. And then say, oh, even you saying that, even though we were pretending, made me feel so amazing. And make that a value that matters. It's just 
too frequent that we skip these little important steps that instills an attitude of gratitude within our kids. If we ever plan on it being a habit in their life, we need to be able to not only model it for them, but teach it to them. It's absolutely amazing that all of the research shows that gratitude is something that kids easily can learn if we give them the opportunity. I think many times uh, it's definitely not our intention to skip over it. We just kind of make it as uh, something that is a side note. I'm going to encourage you, and I'm going to do the same, to make it the main course, not the side dish. Teach gratitude, practice gratitude, and make it a habit. It takes a while to make that a habit in your life. I was sitting with a group of teachers and counselors today in a training where we talked a lot about gratitude. And one of them said, you know, my father was raised in a family that didn't say thank you or I love you ever. And he wanted to change that. And she said that he had since passed away, but he left a legacy of their family that every single time they say goodbye, they say, I love you no matter what. And everyone at the table just was flabbergasted by this. One lady said, I can't even imagine doing that. That would be so different than anything I've ever had in my family. And she said, no, it's absolutely normal for us because of my dad. She said that he said that that was a priority for them from the time they were little. And now that he's long gone, it's passed on to her brothers and sisters that are now grown and and it's passing on to their kids and they feel that it's normal. They wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, They feel as though it never diminishes the words just because they say it often. Rather, it affirms that. So that's the last thing that they hear when they say goodbye. We can do that with being gracious and thankful and with showing our how much we care about others. It makes a difference. It makes a difference for us to teach, uh, teach these types of lessons through modeling, through sitting down and making a lesson, and through encouraging when we see that happen. When you see and notice your child being thankful, oh my goodness, make a deal of it. Just revel in it and say, that was amazing. I saw you do that. That was great. Or help them notice how it feels when someone tells them thank you or is gracious with them. I'll tell you, I feel like this one thing is underestimated. It's talked about, oh yes, let's have an attitude of gratitude, but rarely practiced. Everyone says, maybe you should have a gratitude journal. Well, you know, you can do it in any writing book, any journal, putting it down on paper, like I talked about two weeks ago, can begin to shift your mindset. So you can put these things in practice that we've talked about. And when we bump it up from journaling, we can make a handwritten note for people. I think that us getting back to writing thank you cards And giving those thank you cards out, even if we make them online, make a thank you card and sending it online is also another thing that might have gotten lost a little bit along the way when we've been using the computers more. So I hope that this episode gives you just an extra burst of motivation to be 
somebody that practices gratitude and to be somebody that's motivated to help your entire family take on this precious and wonderful gift. So don't forget to check the show notes. I'm going to have some links for you. One is a special link for thinkingmats.com where you can get a 5% discount on each and every mat that you buy. It's a problem solving mat that you're absolutely going to love for your family, for your classroom if you're a teacher, for your office if you're a counselor. And um, let's also remember that there's many people out there that are feeling hopeless. They're struggling from needing something to fill hope. And that's why I wrote 30 Days to Higher Hope. It's an interactive writing journal on Amazon. There's my plugs. I, I just really want you to be able to have the resources. And I want to give you permission to share this episode. On whatever platform you're listening, there's always a place where you can share the episode right out or save the link and send it to somebody. This might make a big difference in their life as well, moving into the next season that we're all going to be coming into that's full of hustle and bustle and busyness. It's always nice for us to take a moment to reflect on how we want our mindset to be. And my website, again, is thefocusedmindset.com. You can learn about getting my personal hope notes each month, and let's get out there today and make it absolutely amazing. Time for me to get going. So until next time, keep in touch and take care.